I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of butcher box, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com slash mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com slash mega and use code mega to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional mega church. We are here, Lord, we are here, and we're ready, ready to Hiya, I'm Hallie Labonte, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where we love to give our mega church just a tiny family feel. We introduce you to members of our church staff and people from our community, and I think it's a treat and a treasure, and per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome Gray Haas. I have had a massive week, Hallie, just a brilliant week. Awesome. I don't really know what's going on in Climax because I've just been dealing with kind of personal stuff in a great way. I don't know if I've told you before, but you know the uh, 60 second sermons that I was doing on TikTok. Oh, yeah. Um, What did you say? Uh, your, your 60 second yeah my 60 second sermons that I've been doing on TikTok for the better part of a year and they've really been awesome for me Hallie and my personal brand several of them have gotten viral traction mm. <gasps> I think I've gotten you know several thousand views on each one very cool and despite the haters they just really break through especially with teens Hallie this week I was contacted by a TV channel who wants to start airing my 60-second sermons. Isn't that amazing? I know, I can't say much more. A TV channel? What, like NBC? Uh, no, like a bigger, big one? Yeah, big one, Hallie. Bigger than that. Yeah. Oh, like Hulu? Netflix? Uh, not even, no, uh, bigger than that, Hallie. Oh. I mean, this it's a TV channel that is everywhere. A bigger than that? What What channel? Hallie, I will be doing a deal with gas station TV. Do you that know so you know the cool. screens that yeah, are on the gas pumps? The videos that come up while you're pumping your gas. I'm going to be on every single pump oh, in so- greater Indiana for the better part of this year. They say if they go well, they're going to expand it to the the rest of the upper Midwest. And I am just over the moon because do you realize, Hallie, 
everybody, if there's one thing that everybody does is go to a gas station and get gas and I'm going to be seen by all those people. What an incredible I know. witness. I'm just pinching myself right now. Wow. So check I mean, me out on gas station TV. Well, that'll be everybody because you're right. right not everybody pays for a cre- premium cable package but, but they boy does everybody fill up on gas well i guess what about the people with electric vehicles and the um teslas and whatnot oh i guess i didn't think about that well that might be why they're asking me that one out of every three of my sermons actually has to be about why evs are bad oh and yeah. sort of a satanic uh, thing from the devil. Oh. And I think it's just a way for them to really get the word out, too, about not going electric. So, you know, there is a bit of a content strategy there, just one out of three. So that's not bad. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers. And most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Just like Jesus broke bread in the Last Supper with his disciples, our guest today is a sommelier of sorts helping us break bread real classy-like all the way from uh, Deutschland, I guess you say. We have Reinhold Geil. Welcome to the program, Reinhold. How are you today? Hello. It is so good to be here. I'm doing very well. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, and and, and thank you for this very these open arms that I get to come into and just grab onto as well. It is so wholesome. Well, Reinhold, I did just want to ask you, first off, what is a sommelier? I don't really know. And then what does it mean to be a sommelier in the context of a church? Because I understand you go all over the, the country and the world basically helping congregations with their wine. Yes. So, well, I will start with the first part of that, of course. A sommelier essentially is a a wine waiter. Ooh. It comes from the French word of Somme and best de Somme, which of course uh, roughly translates to taming the beast, Ooh. which is something that I like to implement in my wine tasting is that you are taming the beast within you. Of course, those that enjoy actual vino versus those that maybe don't like the alcohol, as we say, uh, uh, as it is literally called. Um, quite as much. So that is where I've 
cemented myself into finding something that works for different types of churches. I see. Because we don't here at Twin Hills believe that there should be any alcohol in the communion wine. And because that's really how Jesus did it. Mm. You know, uh, we believe that that Jesus really, the types of wine that they drank back then didn't really, if they had any alcohol in it, it was very trace amounts and it was just to make the water drinkable. So what kind of things, what kind of wines, and I guess I'll say they're really juices, aren't they? Uh, have you brought uh, here to Twin Hills? Well, the ones that I've brought specifically for uh, for Twin Hills is is actually varietals of the Sangiovese grape, Ooh. which is traditionally used in some very fine Brunellos, or which comes from Italy. Okay. Um, so what I've actually done is essentially make a grape juice that tastes just like wine. Awesome. It has all of the taste of the wine itself. It makes you feel like you're drinking actually a glass of wine, Mm. but there is no alcohol content in it. It is is a mock wine, a mocktail of sorts. Or you could just literally call it grape juice. Oh, cool. That is so cool. And I feel like it's um, it's wise on the church's part because you look over at the Catholics when they use real wine, they get themselves into all sorts of trouble. Mm. Priests are getting accused of all this stuff probably because they're half in the bag. Well, so, and then they call it blood. I mean, they they they're always saying they're drinking blood, which I'm I'm like, okay, guys, Jesus didn't say that the that the wine turns into blood, did he? No, 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 didn't say that at all. You know, I had my brush with you know, I did actually grow up just a little bit in Catholicism. So I did was, you know, always thinking, even as a child, as I was drinking this, this doesn't feel right. Right. Also, by the way, it doesn't taste like blood. (laughs) You sound a bit like a vampire to me. (laughs) I know. Well, yes, yes. I get that a lot. That's true. You know, in Transylvania, I think the people actually do drink blood like of of animals they've slaughtered. And if, if a Christian is thinking that they're drinking Jesus' actual blood and eating his actual flesh, that would make us cannibal which were not. And speaking of flesh, I just was wondering if you could speak to, you know, we're pairing the wine with a, a bread of sorts, typically. Sometimes it's a wafer or a cracker. Uh, but do you have a preference for if, if we're now at Twin Hills, if we're going to be having this Sangiovese, uh, a varietal that's fancy, uh, would you suggest a certain type of bread to pair? Absolutely. My, my go-to bread is just a big bag of brioche. Oh, I love it. Just a big bag of brioche, freshly baked or store-bought. I I don't care. That that to me, forget the wafer. Wafers are, in my opinion, they're out. Okay. Wafers have been out for a while. Okay, Crackers have out. been out for a, oh, okay. for a while okay. as well. I prefer a whole loaf per person. In fact, if you can, if you just sip on that grape juice, that Sanchevese varietal, I think you're actually getting the full experience with an entire loaf of brioche. Oh, that is so cool. I love that because I don't think I can think of a church that has a sommelier. Mm -mm. I believe we're probably one of the first. Uh And uh, the fact that you've not only worked with world-class restaurants, but you're working with world-class churches, Mm. I think this is incredible. How did you get so interested in taming the beast, as it were, or drinking grape juice? Well, I got very interested at first because I had what what some might call a slight childhood addiction. Oh, um, you were a chi- child drunk. Well, I, I was. I, if you want to put a firm label on it, I was a child drunk. Um, exactly right. So what I decided to do in order to tame that beast within me was to understand what it was that was taming me ah. at the time. So I took certification classes in, in, to become a sommelier. 
And then I actually started out in restaurants with fully alcoholed wine. Really? Absolutely. You know, I had what you would call a sort of um, a, a failure of faith at the time. A failure uh, of faith. Oh, yeah. How do you say? How do you say failure? Um, failure? A, a, um, a, a, a fail. I can't say it now. Oh, a uh, failure? Oh, right. Failures. Yes. Failure. Yeah, you oh, got fail, it. Failure. Or just That's say it. crisis of faith. A crisis. A crisis of faith, of course, of course. So, and that is when I sort of went away. I had this crisis of faith. Yeah, it still doesn't quite scan, does it? Crisis of crisis. faith. Uh, maybe, a, uh, maybe a gap in your faith? A, a faith gap? Am I putting the gap in, which word am I putting the gap? Uh, maybe uh, go after faith. Maybe a faith gap. Okay, so I had, I had, a, 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 I had a faith gap. That's right. That's right. Okay. That's, right. Yeah, you know, it's still, I'm not sure. Like a, it, maybe you could say you were like the prodigal son. You were lost out, for a while. Maybe you were out having your rumspringer. That's a word you could do. You were you were rumspringing your faith. I was rumspringing my faith. Absolutely. I do want to go back to this idea of the child drunk because, mm. I mean, when you look at most children, I would say under the age of five, they're acting like the drunks anyway. Yep. A lot of times they're yelling, Falling they're down. throwing things, mm. they're throwing down, then they're laughing at something that's not funny yep. at all. Yep. Yes. Then they're saying things like, watch me do this, and then, then they'll fall again. Mm. I mean, a lot of times, a lot of children to me are just acting like drunks, especially when they try to do something that they think is impressive and like no, basically no one is impressed. Mm -hmm. Is How did you know that you were a child drunk rather than just a regular child. Well, a regular child exhibits those features, as you said. They they laugh at things that are not at all funny. They fall down, as you said, when trying to do something that is not impressive. I was actually a very funny and impressive child. Oh, okay. Oh. So that's how everyone caught on. They said, "Well, this child must be drunk because what he's saying is funny oh. and is impressive." It's sort of an opposite sort of thing. I see. And how did you, how were you getting your hands on the alcohol as a, an impressive child drunk? Oh, I, well, my family had an extensive uh, cellar, oh. an extensive cellar of wines dating back to uh, the early 1910s at that point, which when I drank those, it was mainly vinegar by then, but because they were not properly stored. Okay. Um, but that was my main access point. And, and was this growing up in Germany, or where were you growing up that you had this impressive wine cellar? Yeah. This was, well, I was part time in Germany outside of Dortmund, and then I was part time uh, with my with my mother's family in Denmark. Okay. So it sort of went back and forth, back and forth there. Now you'd think that you'd think that we'd be more of a, of a beer. People, uh -huh. yes, you'd think that the Germans are known for it, yeah. but I, I sort of rejected my Germanness, my Germanity, if you will, um, based based mainly being uh, sort of uh, how you say it, um, a a, con a contrarian, uh -huh. oh, okay. yeah, a bit of a contrarian, because I come here, you know, all across of the USA, and I say, you know, I'm I'm from Germany originally and Denmark a little bit. And then I go back to Denmark and Germany and I say, you know, I live in the US, uh -huh. you know, like it's something, uh, it's something impressive. Yeah. Do, do people like that, that you live in the States? Do they think that's neat? They hate it. No, absolutely. They, they are very much against it. should have started with this, which is, I've never seen anyone dressed quite like you dressed. Yeah. You're wearing, I guess this is kind of a, a tuxedo of some sort, but you've also got kind of the cravat 
tie and you've got i mean you you dressed like you you some you, you're some kind of uh, aristocrat or something it's an impressive hat it, too it, it with, really a, with a tassel coming all the way down the tassel you. Well, why is your family wealthy quick answer yes enormously so um we might even be considered political prince and princesses wow. um, in, our, in our time wow. in dortmund outside of it you know we had many estates we had uh, um many many townhouses okay. in various cities across Europe as well which you know I did a lot of traveling it's very easy to travel in Europe which is why I think some consider me so world worldly yeah what was um, that as a sommelier worldly oh I don't um I don't know uh, that one either uh, like the yeah. the earth uh-huh the planet earth uh-huh. the, the world world uh-huh okay yeah I'm earthly but we're but around it uh, okay, I, I guess. But thank you for taking notice. I we we like to call it in our family a bit of a um, aristocratic steampunk look. It's cool. I mean, thank you. Yeah, it, you look very stylish. And I just wanted to ask because you mentioned sort of you know uh, casting off your Germanity. I often think when I meet Germans, if I'm going to be honest with you, mm. and forgive me if this is too personal a question, but you know, being from the States and having really no shameful history in the United States because we're such a godly nation, um, it's hard for me to relate to Germans who have such a shameful past with all the Hitler stuff. Now, is that hard to be German? Who is that? The I can't remember if it was the 19... Oh, maybe it was the 1940s or 50s or something. Um, World War II. Uh, you know, uh, England got involved and the States and Germany, a big war. Well, you know, Hallie, sometimes I think that people who are from kind of an aristocratic background might not have been affected by that war. Oh, yeah, because you don't get recruited to the army, do you, when you're a, a royal, huh? I will be perfectly honest with you. It wasn't until just a few years ago I was aware that Germany had an army. Oh, is that right? I had no. It had so little effect on me in my upbringing and and where I lived and the news that I was fed and the the upbringing that I had. I I had no idea. I figured that it might exist. Did you hear about nine eleven? Nine eleven, or maybe a seven eleven. Um, I like a seven eleven because you can go in and get a Slurpee. Oh, seven elevens! I've heard of, of course. You know, they're every on every corner here. A seven eleven, I'm very well aware of. So, did you find? I just want to really get into your faith. Let's journey. go back to this nine eleven thing, though. What? What? What was this? You know, well, I mean, a lot of people did hear about 9-11, and mm. that was basically when Islam tried to take down Christianity by um, knocking down two of our most important buildings in the United States. But you might have not heard of it over there. Mm, no, no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't receive that uh, that memo. But I do want to get into your faith journey because, you know, you were this child drunk mm. and then you were working in restaurants with wine. How did Jesus come into your life and what made, what pulled you over to saying, I have a gift and that's being a, a sommelier, but now I've got to share that gift with the church. You know, I think my call back to the faith was sort of a, um, one of contrarianism once again, where I, I was sort of just rejecting what my what um my my family. The, I'm so sorry, you're so infectious. The way you speak, it's, it just infects I me. I sounded a bit like you you're from New Zealand at, at, at for a moment, but I'll just for yeah. just a moment there. Right, that's so cool. Well, maybe that there maybe there's some uh, down under influence over in Europe. I don't think so, Hallie. Well, I have to say it. it 
you know, having lived in so many places for so long, it, it is very easy for me to be influenced You're a chameleon. Uh, in various ways. A bit of a chameleon. That's well, good. you are an impressive. You are you are an impressive child, and you are an impressive impressive adult. Maybe less so than you were as a child, but still impressive. Yes, no, very much less so uh, than when I was a child, of course. But um, to to speak to your question, uh, really, I was rejecting my family um, in going back to the faith. They didn't like it. They 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 told me that this is good, and then they would they and then I said no, it's it's bad, and then they were like. Yes, it's bad. And then I said, no, it's good. So I moved. Classic. I see. Uh-huh. And, and I came, came along to try. And, you know, I, I, to be honest with you, it, it was not necessarily the most Christ-like reasons for getting into the business that I'm in now. Um, it was just very profitable, to be perfectly honest, to try and find great varietals to sell to large churches. But I fell in love with it. You know, and I, I felt a call back to the faith. And, and also it's very profitable, but that's just a minor note. But it is very profitable. It's, and, and I don't think a profit is a bad thing because, you know, profits make profits, as I've always said, <laughs> and, Hallie. Oh, and I'm, yes. I'm doing a little play on words there. Um, profit, like from the Bible, oh, then, cool. you know. Yeah. And um, yes, money makes more money. Oh, cool. Yeah, well, well, you know, those who preach the word of, you know, those who espouse God, profits, make profits. Do you know what I'm saying? Because oh, with that, an F? because God, God, God shines His you know favor upon them. If you know what I mean. So these are people. Yeah, the prophets. Like if if you're a prophet, you can make profits because God is bestowing His blessings upon you. If you know what I mean. How do, how that's cool. How does that? How is that spelt for you? Is that a pen? Is that a quill pen? Well, yes, I've I only use ink. Wow, is that like a real, real hawk ink. feather? It's actually an eagle. Bold. Oh, wow. Do you Ooh, need to I don't ri- want to touch it. I don't it. understand That's... why you need to write this Ooh, down. that feels good. Well, I'm sort of trying to see the words that you're saying. You're, you're, writing, say- you're oh, just it- writing numbers, right? Oh, Gesundheit. bless you. Salud. Sorry, I'm allergic to birds. Oh, wow, an eagle feather. That's cool. And here, I'll hold the little, what is this, an inkwell? I'll hold it. Wait. It is, oh, yes. Cool. Oh, thank you. So you've just, okay, oh, he's drawing a hangman. So, yes. Oh. So if you if you could just shout out some letters and I'll tell well, you. Well, I've already said the word, but I don't understand why you're playing hangman right now. Well, I, I think it's sort of a learning trick for me. Oh, cool. Okay. There's, P. There's definitely a P, and, and the P goes in the first in the first little. And then ah uh, underscore okay. there. Uh huh. Right. And then O. Okay. And then P. Well, P he should have put at the same time as the other P. That's right. You got to fill in oh. both P's at the same time. I need to make a new. But you've only done four spaces, so we can't sp- actually spell profit because you don't haven't done enough spaces. Oh, so that would be prob- p- part of the problem then. Right. Okay. Well, don't so we uh, don't draw the hangman. Don't draw a full man being hanged. Now that doesn't we have. Oh fin- wow! You snapped. His well, snap. I need. I like the visual. It 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 produces stakes in me. Although otherwise, I don't learn. Wow, that's a cool tool. I might have to yeah. use that with my daughters. Okay, so P R O P P H H E. E. T. T. Propet. Prop. Propet. What? No. Propet. It's a propet. No, it's a profit. What I'm saying is no, pro- that's profits profit. make. Pro- profits make profits. Well, you got the second one right. Profit. Pro- it's just the profit. same. You said it. You already said it the second time. Okay, let me see. Let me see. Profit. Um, I think you're getting it. I think that's good. Have you met? Profits makes profits. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Have you met Steve? 
Oh, Steve and I have uh, spoken to each other extensively. Oh, really? Absolutely. Really? Yes, yes, yes. Steve, he is, um, actually, uh, he is a bit of a collector oh, of, of fine wines. Oh, is he really? Wow. He that, that are, of the alcoholic varietal or the non? Yes. Well, I'm not entirely sure if he drinks uh, the alcoholic varietal, but he does collect them because oh. they are very valuable. Oh, it's an investment, like, for profit. It's an investment for profit, mm, yes. Mm, mm. Well, yes, profit for profit. You just, you just said it again. You, you can just say it the same way. You know what I mean? Say profit. Right. Perfect. Now just say it again and put make in the middle. Profit makes profit. It's... It's really strange to me that I, I just don't understand where the, the breakdown is, is happening. It must be so hard to learn English. I think about it a lot. Like, why do we have multiple uh, diff spellings of something that sounds the same, like the word rain? Are you saying R-A-I-N? Are you saying R-E-I-G-N? Are you, you know, why do we have T-W-O-T-O-O-T-O? You know, what, we, we, it should just be one spelling. Just make it a different word. What are you even saying, Hallie? You're just saying letters now. And why are you writing those down? I don't understand. Well, I am, I'm just trying to I made another hangman. That's a good one. That hangman has a cape. There's huh? four There's four people hanging from the same hangman's noose now. Again, I need the stakes. Otherwise, I'd never learn. There's this, there's this idea that I might be able to save them just in time if I get it right. Okay. Well, let's change gears because I don't really think that the hangman visual is helping our listeners since this is an audio medium. Yes, and I yes, just have course. a and I have one more quick question, um, just a clarifying question for the brioche uh, paired well with the non-alcoholic Sangiovese. Um, you know, I would love to do if if every time I took communion, I could just have one of those Hawaiian rolls. I really like a sweet bread like that. But what about for people like my husband Lance Labonte, who's on a pure animal protein diet? What's something that he could pair to with the wine to have something to eat that is a symbol of Christ's flesh, but that isn't um, a bread or carbohydrate or sugar? That's easy. It's a tomahawk steak. A tomahawk steak. Can we still say that? Tomahawk steak, uh, mid-rare, it, it just the perfect condition, oh. you know. It, just a little salt and pepper. It pairs so well with with the Brunello, the Sangiovese, oh. alcoholic or non-alcoholic as well. Oh wow! And this is a pamphlet mm. for a tomahawk steak. Oh, this is beautiful. Yes. Oh, it's a picture of Steve on it. Oh wow! Yes, that's that's actually a farm that he um, was considering uh, buying that oh, I really? showed him. So I made I made a pamphlet to show him what it would be like if he owned the farm where ah. we where where I where I um, use usually get you know my tomahawk steaks. Oh, from. so you, okay. you also sell steak as well as sommelier. It's a side business that I'm trying to get going. You know I don't need another side business considering my family. And but. I honestly I hate myself for bringing this up, but you just said the word pamphlet, which also has the ph sound. Uh, yes, that, of course, that profits. That, that that's the same that's actually the same as profit yes so you could say if you can say pamphlet you can say profit okay okay let's try it i have a pamphlet right this pamphlet produces profit right and this pamphlet is about profits i just don't get i just don't see why i can't not, i mean he said pamphlet, it might be Hallie. because of mm. that double p i think maybe it's some kind of a diphthong thing to the german mind oh no it why are you be. trying why are you just drawing a mass grave now and putting the all the? Oh, they all got to go now. Under they're all being buried alive. Well, they unfortunately, I have not succeeded in saving them, so well, I have to bury them. It's really going to give them little names. Okay. Oh, how nice. Gunther. Oh, that's a neat word. Stella. 
and Gary. And you're drawing the gravestones too, there, I guess. Yes, well, I, I have to make it accurate, to make it believable to me so that it sticks. It's, you know, something that was instilled in me, you know. If you, mm. you can't, you have to go all in, otherwise I, it's not real enough. I mean, I would also recommend maybe, you know, trying Babbel or one of the online learning things is, is, is a great way to just increase your vocabulary. Babbel. See, you rubbed off on me once more. <laughs> There it is. No, don't do it's it. It's interesting that so many of your words rub off on me, but but uh, not the ones that you want to. Right. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, you keep doing my voice, but only on words that I don't even care about. Uh, okay. It's interesting. It really oh, is. That feather, it tickles. That that uh, will tickle your nose, that feather. <laughs> oh, salud. Excuse me. Bless you. Uh, gesundheit. Oh, gesundheit. Yeah, of course. Well, I can use that appropriately. Just to shift gears here at the end, because I'm really uh, curious, what is coming up that you're excited about in the world of wine? Uh, well, I guess I should say in the world of, of non-alcoholic church wine. And are uh, you married? So I'm going to answer the first question first. Um, here's what I'm excited about. So there has been a little bit of trouble selling this idea to multiple churches. Okay. You know, some churches, very easy. Some churches want the alcoholic wine of certain denominations, you know, Catholic, Catholics, where they would mm, like Probably it. the Methodists and Lutherans. The Methodists, mm -hmm. the, the Lutherans, you know, they, they like the alcoholics, the, the, the alcoholic wine, I should say. The Baptists and some of the more evangelical churches, not so much, such as uh, Twin Hills. So well, I'm trying to make it a little bit more more fun. Okay. So I've added certain certain uh, food colorings and different names to some of the wines, to oh, some of the vinos. Like I, I have a, a same Sangiovese varietal, grape varietal, but I make it sort of a neon green. Oh, oh wow. Sort of a neon green. And, and and for that, I say, you know, call it something silly, like a, the, the green machine. Oh. What's this one? What's this bottle here that just says cheer wine on it? Is this? Oh, this was left over from a 7-Eleven I came from just moments ago. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Like we're talking about. And, and I, I and I would imagine there's like, yeah, there's churches who want the alcohol. There's churches who don't want the alcohol. And I'm sure there's some um, who, you know, want the alcohol, but don't want to tell anyone about it. And I would guess that's like, you know, Church of Christ, Church of Nazarene, uh -huh. Church of the, like the, those ones that no one really knows what their thing uh, is mm -hmm. um you know uh the the science the scientists the, si the, the, the christian church, si the science church yeah, the christian scientists, scientists. Mm -hmm. yeah i think no one really knows their thing and so they're probably like well we we might as well try to trick people with alcohol yes yes and um i'm ashamed to say that i have been instrumental in doing that um i have i i, I i'm sorry to say that and I am insanely wealthy and privileged, so I fear no repercussions for saying this on a podcast. But I, um, I have definitely tricked certain churches I into thinking something is alcohol, non-alcoholic, which it is, in fact, alcohol. Oh, mm. sure. Does that ever happen to you, being a recovered alcoholic, being around so much wine? Oh, Do you ever accidentally? Well, I never. Yeah. I don't know that I ever said that I stopped drinking wine. It was just more. It was just more that my relationship. And what I should do had to change, but what I did do didn't that didn't necessarily change. So I came to the faith, you know, sort of tried to give it up, but um, ultimately I'm still I'm, I'm my, I, <laughs> I constantly have a a belly full a oh. belly full of wine. When's the last time that you had a drink? About forty five minutes ago.
Reinhardt Guile was played by the hilarious Ryan Coyle. Follow him at RK Coyle. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Grey Haas was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.